Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is LaCharles and we're so glad you could join us. However, before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord, and we just thank you for all the things that you provided for us inside of this life, Lord, that you have provided us with your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord, and with your Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in all situations, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have passed to us, Lord, that you have given us an understanding of all things, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we have the mind of Christ as well. And we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're excited to have you with us as we dive into the Word and continue our study of the book of Hebrews. We are still covering verses 11 through 25. So if you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, I'd like to encourage you to pause the episode and take a moment to read through that section of scripture, please. So that way it's easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And now, as is our custom, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, honey, honey. Okay, so looking at verses um, 16 and 17 is a a callback to a prophetic word that was given in Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, like when we read prophetic words that the Lord is ministering through someone, we typically want to see those words fulfilled instantly, right away, or the next given opportunity. We're like, okay, that must be it. (laughs) And what he says here about writing his laws in our hearts and in our minds Um, I'm sorry, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds, I will write them. And then he adds their sins and lawless deeds. I will remember no more. They were thinking at the time this related to them being brought back from captivity. So Mm -hmm. technically they were hoping that this would have been completed. This prophecy would have been fulfilled during, um, Nehemiah's time that the rebuilding of the second temple, that must have been when this happened because everybody was feeling more dedicated or committed to the Lord at this time. Everybody worked together. They did all these things. But really, the Lord is saying, when I give a prophetic word, that is God, when he gives a prophetic word, he is the one who denotes its fulfillment. Absolutely. Sometimes the prophetic words have multiple layers and it, it can be fulfilled on each of those layers because he has manifold wisdom. But there are also times this is they are specifically and only filled, filled or fulfilled at one point in time. Um, you'll see that when it comes to prophetic words concerning the Messiah. So they're thinking, okay, when you bring us back from the diaspora, when you bring us back from Babylon, we're all going to be super focused and committed to you, Lord. And that's going to be the end of it. That's like the finality. And this is what it's going to look like and our everyday life is going to be like and it's going to be wonderful. And mm-hmm. that's not what they're experiencing here. Right. And that's there's there's no truth in that, right? So mm-hmm. the one of the ways that we look at to see when a prophetic word is fulfilled and we look for God is his truth remains. Amen. His truth continues, especially um, in rightly applying them that this word is only fulfilled in Christ. Amen to that. Because someone preaching to you, 
does not write the word on your heart. That's a willing thing that you have to allow. But the opportunity that's provided through Christ's blood made that available for everyone. So there's that, that context of God saying, here's what I meant. I know y'all were talking about this over there, or this was what you thought, mm-hmm. but he's under no obligation to fulfill our expectation unless our expectation is founded on what he told us and what he intended and what he said, right? But then again, it's not our expectation that he's fulfilling. It's his word that he's fulfilling. So this, the Lord is correcting through the apostle Paul and setting right. I was talking about my Messiah and you'll, you'll see that sometimes when you read prophetic words, it's like he's going along on the Lord is talking about this one thing. And then all of a sudden something seems kind of out of the blue and distant or not specifically relatable. And that should prompt us to go, what are you talking about? Lord, I know how we could interpret this or how my, my mind wants to think about it, but what are you saying? Who are you talking about God fulfilling you know, X, Y, and Z, or the time in the season that you have brought forth for this, because he transitions between here and now and eternity and all these things. But when we're thinking that God should relate to us according to the way we think, we miss him. And, um, you know, their, their desire was to see this fulfilled in that coming back from... In their time. Being, mm-hmm, being dispersed. But that also connects us with, you know, the desire to see this word fulfilled of the Lord um, writing his laws or putting his laws into the heart of each man and woman and child and putting it in their minds and for um, forgiving their sins and all that stuff is an honorable thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So that we talked about in the previous episode, aligning the desires that we have with God's way of fulfilling and carrying it out. They wanted this to happen by rebuilding the temple, and that right. would be the, sign- the signature that we love God again. We're, we're back now, and we're okay, and we're going to follow him. But then that temple was subsequently destroyed, right? And the, the Messiah was in right there with them, and yet they denied him, many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and not finding fault with them on that, that's between them and the Lord. However, um, just to say, if you don't, Bring your desire to the Lord, right? The desire that he gave you and say, here, I present this back to you, Lord. How do you fulfill this? How do you want to carry it out? Is that was what I mean by that? And let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You've written this in your books. You've already written this before the foundation of the world. Let's let you walk it out versus me going, this is what I desire. So I think it should happen this way. And then being deviated and derailed on a course of self-serving and self-seeking behavior and totally missing God when he shows up and manifests things and reveals things or complete things in the way that he desires for them to be completed. So I just wanted to talk about that for a second and um, connect it with what we were talking about, having desires and Here's the, I'll say, incredible significance of that is this was a desire, clearly. Mm-hmm. And a good desire. It's a wonderful desire. And it it's, I mean, done. It's completed because the Lord spoke it, right? His now, word does yes. not return void. Mm-hmm. But, what, but I'll say it in this way. When we don't bring it before the Lord, as you were saying, and allow him to to reveal to us his perspective on it, what he says it's supposed to look like, how he says it's supposed to function, Mm -hmm. and all those things. What typically happens is what has happened 
there's a rejection. Of the real it, it, thing. Of the real thing mm-hmm. because it doesn't look the way we envisioned or imagined or expected whatever expected or it hoped. to be yeah. or look like or function as we desired or we wanted, what we thought. We're not supposed to go by what our own thoughts or what our eyes see or what our ears mm-hmm. hear. We're supposed to go by what the Lord says. Mm-hmm. So the, I'll, I'll say it in this way, the, the exact thing that was desired because it was... It's the Lord's best. It's mm-hmm. wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. Is now, or and has for for some time, mm-hmm. been the exact thing that has been rejected. It's a stumbling block to them at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't just mean for the Jews, even though, mm-hmm. yes, we are reading about, are reading the, the epistle of the letter to the Hebrews. Mm-hmm. It's for everyone. everyone. Mm-hmm. This is available to all. But if we don't, align ourselves with the Lord and his thoughts and his ways concerning it, it will be an issue in your life. Mm-hmm. What he meant to be wonderful, it's his best, freely given to you. Mm-hmm. So just understanding that in full. Amen. And that, that's to anyone, our own desires. When we inflate our desires and our interpretation of what God said above the Lord himself and his right to dictate or tell us, and I don't mm-hmm. mean that like as a dictator because he's a loving God, um, but to give a, a, a straightforward command or instruction or guide us and lead us in the way that he desires, when we inflate our own desires above that, then when God brings his best, it does become a stumbling block because Absolutely. you will hate it. You'll despise it. You will, um, by you, I mean any human being. Because you had right? a different because expectation. You won't be able to perceive it. I mean, I've, I can say I've had times in my own life where God has been like, listen, I got something for you. Kamisha, oh my goodness, (laughs) you know, this is going to be such a blessing. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, yes, yes, Lord, yes. And then I go off and that, that, that moment right there when I go, yes, Lord, yes. And then my imagination kicks in. Uh My thoughts and ideas hop out onto the page and start talking and start fashioning what it's going to look like and what it's going to feel like in the experience, how it's going to be and all those things, and then I carry on in that. If you carry on in that. Well, I'm right. just saying, I've done this in my past. Oh, absolutely. I, I, yes. I don't do this now because the Lord has taught me better, but I've done it in my past, and I carried on with that. Um, it's not a fantasy per se, but my imagination of how God's going to bring about, bring it about whatever what it is it that like. he, he told me. And then when he showed up with the real thing, I was like, ew, disappointed. Because in my mind, I had made it something that I deemed as spectacular. When And as God brought his best, I said, oh, that's not what I wanted, Lord. Um, <laughs> right? It's like on Christmas when you think you're going to get a pony. And then the socks come in and you're like, you know, even though your toes are hanging out of your socks, even though. <laughs> You know, so, your so you needed cold, those socks, or, right? You, whatever. You know, it, it is, could have been yeah. absolutely what you needed, but because your mind was set on it being a pony, you totally miss that your needs are being cared for. And God is not so simplistic to give socks, you know, no. <laughs> not like that. So he doesn't we, meet we, our needs. We, we but... use the, the example: you got a bicycle instead of a pony, so you still get to travel, you still get to ride, feel the, the breeze in your hair, all that, right? Mm-hmm. But yet, you're not satisfied. You thought you were going to be galloping on a, a little horse, and you mm-hmm. know, so. It, when God, when that kind of thing happens and there's that internal conflict, it causes the gift of God to be rejected because you're going, that don't sparkle. 
Ain't no saddle on that. I can't even brush it. Hmm. Right? And you start <laughs> complaining against the Lord rather than saying, thank you, Lord. I'm free. Right? The, like the children of Israel when they came out of the, Egypt. Instead of partying and thanking Jesus and celebrating because they were free, they were saying, you're trying to starve us. Look at this desert, Lord. It's dirty desert. You know, <laughs> Not All realizing or understanding things. what the Lord was doing for them or did for them was still doing for them and bringing them to the place You're that giving he a had desired. You're supernatural heat and cooling at the right times and, you know, mm-hmm. all those things. And it's not up to pick on the children of Israel because I see myself it's, when I read the scriptures, that's me it. who I used to be. And that's actually watching their life is what helped me connect with God now going, Amen. hey, I do that in my life, yeah, or did, I, I like used that. to do that, right? And so it it teaches me when the Lord, like now when He speaks, I'm like, okay, what do you see? What are you saying about this, Lord? Don't let me get my my doodles out and start, you know, adding to this <laughs> and you know, sketching it out in your mind. And you're exactly, like, and no. I don't put, you know, made this a whole different celebration. The Lord's like, no, we're just crossing the street, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, okay. So just to stay in line and in step with him and hear his heart because he's only a good God. He's always a good God. And he always only ever does good and wonderful, marvelous things. And when we let our our perspective cause us to be disappointed in what God does, that breaks, I mean, that is so hurtful to the Lord. It, it bothers mm-hmm. him. I would say it breaks his heart, but it, you know, his heart isn't broken like the way we use that, but it hurts him. It hurts his feelings. And to a, a point that is very saddening to the Lord. And it's not something that we should take lightly. So for us to walk in step and in line with God, it's so wonderful when we say, you gave the desire, go ahead and do the rest of it, Lord. What's, what's the next step? How do you see this working? And how do you want me to engage with you mm-hmm. on this? How can I agree with you, Father? How can I walk alongside you, Holy Spirit? I believe you for what you said and having full confidence that what he promised, he's able to perform. He's faithful to us. Um, so let's see, what else did I want to say about that? Um, also saying the verse, verse 20 Actually, I'll just read 19 and 20. It says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. So just seeing that part of it as well, Christ's flesh wasn't ripped in half like the veil was ripped from the um, completely down the, the, the center of it from top to bottom or bottom to top. It was completely separated. But just saying that it was connecting with that his flesh being broken for us well and it further proves out even going back to the instructions given to moses with the tent of meeting or the tabernacle Mm -hmm. where he is the door amen amen and saying there is a living pathway so the that's that's so significant a, a living way um that's been consecrated for us. So his blood is still speaking. His blood is still alive. It still has mm-hmm. every bit of redness and power to it and potency and importance and fellowship to Amen. it that it always has had. So the door is never going to close. It's never going to um, get old and crumble or um, fail to do what it's supposed to be doing. His blood is always active as though it were just applied and it's active and available to us 
and it's just been set apart for us. So it's such a beautiful thing to see what the Lord is saying here, that um, through his flesh, his suffering and his taking the penalty of our sin upon himself and paying that price for us and then bringing his blood to the mercy seat for our healing, for our um, provision, for our restoration, for forgiveness of sins and the removal of them to the point that God does not remember them anymore on our behalf is such a, a treasure and a wonderful blessing from the Lord, something that we should esteem highly and keep that before our eyes so that we don't forget our God and we don't forget his value to us and we don't forget the power that he has. But the the power of God means little if we don't have a love for him and a, a deep appreciation and a sincere reverence for what he did to go, you met everything and you made a way so there's no more separation between us and the father and there's nothing keeping us from coming to him the holiest of holies that's approaching the throne of god without Mm -hmm. having any um thought of death or perishing right that used to be a fearful thing to go to the holiest holies right and only one person could do it and they had to have a rope tied around their waist just in case they had some secret sin that they didn't tell anybody about and we don't have to be afraid of dying in the presence of god we don't have to be afraid of being not special enough or not the Mm -hmm. the one of favor or the and it's kind of like a lot falls to them they're selected each year but um or one during the time of this but we can all who have come in and partaken of life and fellowship with the life of Christ Jesus can come in as God as our father and approach his throne. That is a, a, a blessing value. and a privilege. Now, one tip for your faith. Um, we talked about this in a, a special episode of living the Messiah's love, but the Lord, when he says that this is a living way mm-hmm. that he consecrated for us, it also as believers and we are, using our faith and we have unshakable faith keep in mind that we got always intended for us to get guidance from our head to figure out to, to know and find out what we're supposed to do and Amen. then take that information boldly to the throne of grace to find help so if there's a situation say for example you need you need healing in your body don't just start crying out oh heal me lord heal me heal me heal me heal me, heal me lord don't start bawling and squalling and just throwing random prayers Present that to the Lord. You go to your head, the captain of your salvation, the Messiah, and you say, Lord, this is what's going on in my body or what it seems like it's going on. What do you say about it? There are times where he's like, no, you just need to, that's the adversary plucking with your mind. He's trying to tap his way in to give you, to let, mm-hmm. for you to give permission for sickness and disease. Resist it. There are times where he says, okay, change what you're eating and change what time you go to bed. Sometimes, Pursue for a miracle. Whatever it is that God says, the, the Messiah says, and he relates it to us through the Holy Spirit, then we take that back to the Father and come boldly with the answer that the Lord said is the answer to the problem that we have. And we go, Father, in the name of Jesus, Absolutely. hallelujah. La, da, 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 whatever it is that he said. The specific instructions that he has just given you as to what to say and what to do, or I'll say it in this way, what to ask him for. Absolutely, amen. And then... You can have bold expectation and absolute confidence that it's going to be done and come to pass because you took his word to him. 
right? You didn't go by what you thought it was going to be. And that is a prayer of faith. Amen. You didn't go with how you thought it was going to work out, how you would prefer it to happen. Taking none of those things because they're all invalid. You don't take those to the throne of grace. You take what the, the master has said, the king of glory said to the father himself, right? Because the fullness of the Godhead backs up the name of Jesus and his word. Then you can have confident and bold expectation of what the Lord told you to ask for is coming to pass. Amen. I mean, that's unstoppable faith right there. You won't miss God at all if you take that approach and your prayers will always be answered. Amen. Amen. Well, there's a lot there. So we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right. LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you that you have given us your understanding, Lord, and that you have allowed us to understand your character and your nature, Lord, and that we can know how you operate, Lord. And Lord, we furthermore just thank you for the relationship that we have with you directly, Lord, that we can have and come to you boldly, Lord, knowing that you hear us, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you love us always, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you furthermore for your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, that you loved us enough to give him for us, Lord. Mm-hmm. We just thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name. Amen. Amen. And we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.